Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When CBS's Survivor burst onto the TV screens on May 31st, 2000, few could have predicted that it would launch an entirely new genre of television that, more than 20 years later, still dominates networks and streaming services. While there were certainly TV competitions before the 2000s, such as, say, Star Search, what came after Survivor was a different animal altogether, taking average people and launching them into stardom as an ever-increasing number of shows followed their quests for money, love, fame, and sometimes all of the above. Now the great pop culture debate wants to determine what is the best reality TV competition of all time. In fashion, one day you're in, in the next day you're out. Well, sorry, Heidi, but I'm always out. I'm your host, Eric Resniak. Please help me welcome my panel. One of them is secretly working as a saboteur, so let's see if we can figure out the mold together. If it ain't green, huh, he ain't interested. Y'all wanted a twist? Welcome back, Curtis Creekmore. Come on, great pop culture debate season seven. Let's get this over with <laughs> this was my moment curtis i feel very attacked Get she's here to save table, eric <laughs> she's here to save only the pretty chickens from being eaten by a society of children it's joelle bodecker deal with it eric wait are those children drinking bleach <laughs> and finally i've been waiting a long time to say this but pack your knives and go it's michael schwartz Sometimes I'm sweet, sometimes I'm savory, but I'm always salty. Oh, it's true. Especially if you listen to the first part. I'm so sorry, Michael. But remember, this is not top scallop. So before we get to the debate, how does this work? We made a poll of dozens of notable reality TV competitions that aired on American television. There are lots of great international reality competitions, but we won't be discussing them here with one major exception. For us, competitive meant that there had to be eliminations or some kind of scoring format that determined a winner. We tallied the votes, ranked the picks by popularity, and added them to a bracket. Now we argue about it and insult each other all for your amusement. Want to play along at home? You can. Head to greatpopculturedebate.com and go to polls and brackets. There you'll find the downloadable listener brackets for this and every episode of our little show. Do your picks match up with ours? Do you think our inability to tooch our booty has landed us in the bottom two? Let us know by dropping a comment on this episode at our website or by yelling at us on Twitter, Instagram, or Mastodon. And if you're curious about how we went for the top 32, down to the Sweet 16, become a Patreon supporter of our podcast. Our patrons at the $5 level or higher get exclusive access to the warm-up slash part ones for each episode in which we work our way through all of round one. It's like a whole bonus episode for each topic and it includes arguments you will not hear anywhere else. And that's just one of our great Patreon perks. With that out of the way, let's roll those thrilling opening credits and move on to the debates. First up, it's a unanimous victory for ultimate number one seed Survivor, which voted four seed The Bachelor off the island next the panel is split between two very different talent shows two seats so you think you can dance and three seed the voice michael perform a moving contemporary piece in support of so you think you can dance curtis sing the praises of the voice i'm gonna have curtis go first so even though i was the one who supported so you think you can dance earlier this one is just not a contest for me 
Back when it first started, The Voice was one of my favorite competition shows, period. It was the one that I wanted to be on the most. The premise of having judges who are actual experts in their craft that they are judging react solely to what they hear instead of what they're seeing is a really cool concept. Even though we know production still has a hand in what actually makes it on television and probably has a hand in who the judges select as well, I'm not sure you would have seen the likes of a few of the eventual winners of The Voice even make it to the televised rounds of American Idol just based solely on their looks. And I specifically think of Jordan Smith, who was a rather large man when he auditioned. I, I believe he still is. I haven't really kept up with him. But he has one of the most incredible voices that I've ever heard on any of those types of shows. So shout out to Jordan, as he is originally from Harlan, Kentucky, which is just a stone's throw away from my hometown. There is a very real bias out there toward music, especially vocalists over dancers when it comes to what is ingested in the general public in terms of art. And I'm trying to take that into account as I make this point, and perhaps it's apples to oranges, but in general, the winners of The Voice have gone on to greater successes than the winners of So You Think You Can Dance. Though... To be 100 with you, outside of Jordan and maybe one or two other names, I couldn't pick any of the voice winners out of a lineup, but that's one or two more that I could than for winners of Dancing with Us. Uh, sorry, So You Think You Could Dance. I'm so glad that you started to make my argument for me, but I'm going to let Michael make the argument first. Michael, take it away. So, I mean, I think what it comes down to is, though, is that dance is an underrated medium when it comes to celebrity. So you can't name a winner of So You Think You Can Dance, but these are all very talented individuals. And when it comes to like voice competitions, I do enjoy the voice. I think it's got it. I appreciate everything that you said about the concept of it. But there was a bigger juggernaut when it came to like the voice, like singing competitions. And that is Idol, who went on to like people from Idol actually went on to have commercial careers, but that didn't happen necessarily with the voice, even with the support of the mentors that they had on the show and everything like that. I think that you, so you think you can dance. Um, and I think I said this in the, the pre-tape part of it too, for the Patreon supporters, I'm not a big, like dance is not my visual medium to go to, but I think that in this case, the talent that you get shown in, so you think you can dance while the amount of talent that it takes in dance to switch between doing a hip-hop number then to a classical ballet number to, to a, another, like, all the different types of dance that they showcase on that show and that these dancers need to pull off shows a much greater versatility than what happens with the singers that you get on The Voice. Switching between the number of different genres or types of singing that you might see show up on The Voice is nothing compared to the talent that you get out of the dancers on So You Think You Can Dance. And I think it's a shame that a lot of the dan the winners are that those, they may have gone on to have great careers dancing, but dance is an underrated medium in our society and that winners don't get the celebrity that they deserve comparatively to vocal singers because people identify a lot more with singing than they do with dancing when they want to sit and like relax they'll turn on music but dance is still just a phenomenal form of expression and i think that's why i would pick so you think you can dance over the voice talented people on both sides but i think that what the versatility that these performers had to use was far and above what you get on the voice you made like virtually every argument I was going to make too. So thank you for that. Joelle, where are you on this one? I'm 
pretty 50 50 on this one uh you both made the point that like they're equal in like the way the competition works they both have to do very similar things with their art one has to switch singing genres one has to switch dancing genres it's like yeah apples to oranges and they're both delicious um and except that i don't particularly like either one of these shows um they're both fine i don't detest them the way we've talked about some of the ones in the in the first section of this show um i'm leaning towards hmm i think i'm leaning towards so you think you can dance i can't believe i'm saying that given that i told you how much i hate dance uh michael good job <laughs> Thank you. Well done, Michael. Yes. And I'm going to, uh, so that would be three for dance. And even if it was only two for dance, it is the higher seed because dance is a two, the voice is a three. I have nothing against the voice. And I agree with a lot of what you said, Curtis. Like they got like legitimate, legitimate, legitimate A-listers to be the the ho- the judges and the mentors on the, vo- the voice. It was a smash when it first started, right? Like it was a juggernaut. But I think they pumped that one out way too fast. They ran it into the ground. And I do think, number one, there is a much more successful singing show that it's going to get compared to no matter what. You can't get away from that. I don't The Mass Singer, like, obviously. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Yes. You, you, you got Or X Factor, the US version. Um, and I also think like there is something to be said that if you put a gun to my head and said, Eric Resniak, name a winner of the voice us. I, I I'm sorry, kids. I'm, 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 I, I can't do anything. Whereas I would argue that even though they're not, not the winners of, so you think you can dance, but Twitch became a legitimate household name out of, so you think you can dance. He came out of seasons one and two of that show. There are, um, dancers that are on gaga's tour mark came from that show uh there are professional ballroom dancers that are uh, the pros on dancing with stars they came out of so you think you can dance are they household names maybe not but there have been legitimate careers that have come out of that show and with the voice i'm guessing they're doing the bar circuit within six months of being on that program not to knock the bar circuit make your money but I, I just, to me, they, they don't equate. So I believe we are three for So You Think You Can Dance, one for The Voice, which means dance will continue. Uh, speaking of singing, the panel is currently frantically working the phone lines to secure one seat American Idol spot in the Elite Eight. But first, it must defeat the challenger from the culinary world, Four Seed Iron Chef. Does anyone on this panel want to sir, take up another helping of Iron Chef? Uh, Curtis, where are you on this one? <laughs> Uh, I do love Iron Chef. I think it's a fantastic show. Um, But when you compare it to American Idol, which is like the granddaddy of reality competition straight up there with Survivor, and it was the original singing show, this is not a pepperoni argument. Uh, (laughs) I think American Idol is a hmm, original American Idol, the first couple Mm -hmm. seasons. Yeah better show than iron chef so no i do not want any more iron chef joelle um i didn't talk about iron chef in the first uh round um the thing that kept coming to mind as i was debating that one in my head was similar to something that um michael was talking about with big brother people recreating a, a competition show in their personal lives um people do their own iron chef like you know dinner dinner parties and things like that my brother hosted one for years secret ingredient 
onion and then people come and bring delicious dishes and i once won mm. um the was it garlic i forget with uh, uh everything bagel bombs i highly mm. recommend them they're delicious um but yeah i think that's that's a show that's fun to watch it's successful everyone knows what iron chef is um big names come out of it you get to watch you know mario batali cook or he maybe he's not the right one to talk about i'm sorry he was no. the first name that came to my head which isn't great uh <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i think i i like iron chef enough um, american idol again not my jam i don't know if i mentioned that earlier just never actually watched a whole season of it i find these shows with all like the rounds of like eliminations to be very tiresome and then by the time you finally get to the competition side i'm like i think i'm over the show that happens with the voice too i get over it by the time they're done um mm. whereas iron chef is more fast more fast that's great faster so does that mean you're voting for iron chef or no sure why not Okay, uh, Michael, where are you on this one? Um, I defended Iron Chef in the pre-show, so like I really enjoy it. I, I'm a culinary person; I enjoy the food aspects of it. But <clears throat> I'm with Curtis on this one. I'm going to be sticking. I'm going to go with American Idol. I think it just has the has had a more of an impact. And I I would rather watch Iron Chef, but that's just because I'm a food geeky kind of person, kind of stuff. But I think that American Idol is like a better show in the end especially the earlier seasons when they did the reboot with you know no i was just katie not a fan perry. katie perry yeah. and um, so many Jeff lionel richie and um no there was i'm not. sorry i is it luke bryant luke is bryant that, the, that was it i was i was gonna say blake shelton but that was one i was like wrong show that's, um that's the voice. he's the voice um but the the reboot meh the original stuff yeah because and like I love me some Carol, Kelly Clarkson, you know. Sure. Carol. Carol. Kelly Carol Clarkson. Clarkson. She's the best Carol Clarkson. Um, um, I didn't say Carol, did I? <laughs> no, whatever. Yes. Kelly Clarkson um, and everything. But so I'm I'm going with American Idol. <laughs> so I, I'm going to stick with Idol. I'm not going to uh, bother going into the reasons. We'll get to it next round. Uh, with that, we will be moving it forward while we join Paula Abdul in clapping like a seal. Uh, <laughs> The cooking, <laughs> the cooking competitions are on hot water as three seed Top Chef seems poised to be spoiled via a unanimous victory for two seed RuPaul's Drag Race. Does anyone want to speak on Top Chef before we tell it to sashay away? I have some thoughts. If anyone, I feel like I could say a does. thing. All right, Joelle, why don't you say a thing? I have a thing to say. I loved Top Chef for many years. I have not watched it in probably a decade now, but I used to love that show. I feel like even though you weren't eating the food, you could taste it because of the way they described it, the way they photographed or filmed it, you know? Um, uh, some of my favorite chefs, I didn't know I had favorite chefs, came out of that show. Um, some of them are DC-based, so um, Carla Hall and Spike Mendelson are the two that come to mind, mm -hmm. but the Voltaggio brothers. I've eaten at Carla is an those. icon. Carla is amazing, and she keeps popping up yep. all over everything. She's like on, yep. what, The Chew or whatever that show? I don't know what show she's on. I'm yeah, making that up. She's, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I think you're right. I think she That's is, right. actually. Yeah, yeah I don't, I've never watched it, but I see her face when I'm sitting, waiting for my car to be repaired at you know, <laughs> yep. whatever place. Um, anyway, Top Chef has a great history. Um, I know it's not going to win to everyone's favorite drag race, but here we are. Uh, Michael, did you have something you wanted to say, or? Well, I mean, yeah, Top Chef is really kind of the the crown jewel of the of the cooking competitions that are out there. You know, I mean, it's still the 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 quality of the chefs has never wavered from the beginning, even in the first season when it was like we're going to take a chance on this kind of programming and do it. 
the 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 chefs that they had on season one, and they just can were fantastic chefs, all up and coming chefs. But now you don't get on the show pretty much unless you were a James Board not James Beard nominee or something like that. Like the people that they continue to do this are the moving the culinary world uh, forward, and you know one of the most iconic moments from season one. I'm not your bitch, bitch. Yep. <laughs> Comes from Top right. Chef, you know. That's still like the people. It, it just it that, that kind of stuff like goes for it, and it's just. I love a cooking competition, and I would love to see this move forward because, as and I love Drag Race too. I'm legally required to do so, um, <laughs> but. Yeah, I, I I love Top Chef, and I'm sad to see it go. And I've ne- I've met a number of the chef testants over the years, and they are all generally lovely people. Chef testants is a chef word that testant. didn't exist before Top Chef. And I correct, exactly. exactly. That's correct. And, and let me tell you, chef Padma Lakshmi is just as beautiful in person as she is on television. And that's honestly one of my points is that Padma to me is one of the best competition hosts. She period. is fantastic. She's both believable in her imperiousness and unbelievingly charming, charming and goofy. Like that is a tightrope. I don't think any other host walks Mm-mm. as effectively as Padma does. When Padma was on Drag Race, it yeah. was she was fantastic. Mm-hmm. She's one of so the good. best guest judges from Drag Race for sure. She's so good. And I actually, as much as I hate that these two are up against each other, because I think yeah. both of them could easily be in the Elite Eight, um, it's actually kind of fitting because they've both created these entire cottage industries around them. Both shows have launched legions of quasi-celebrities emerging season after season. But where I give the edge to Drag Race here is as a viewer, I can fully appreciate a queen slaying a lip sync or working a garment. And even though they do a great job showing and explaining the food, I cannot taste it. So I'm having to take someone else's word for it, whereas I can participate more fully in the action of Drag Race. And so that's where i'm coming down here it's it sucks both of them should be elite eights it's just the way that it, the, the 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 rankings worked out but um curtis are you drag race yeah if top chef had been up against so you think you can dance i would have pushed top chef in a second oh hell top yeah chef had, a, had a final four you know potential i think but yeah, yeah. i, I, I could have agreed it could have yeah in a different bracket but that a different bracket, but here's where we are. So we will be advancing Drag Race next. I believe it's a unanimous victory for one seed, The Amazing Race, which oh, looks yeah. to have gotten to the map first, eliminating four seed Master Chef. Did anybody want to vote for Master Chef here, Michael? No. Joelle, absolutely not. Curtis, no. No. Okay. Uh, another unanimous victory. We had a lot of them for this one, kids. This time it's in favor of a cooking show, or rather a baking one, as Two Seed, the Great British Baking Show, is currently carving uh, threatening messages into the brownies of Three Seed America's Next Top Model. Weirdly, I do not have the issues with the baking show as I do with Top Chef because I feel like so much of the baking show is aesthetic presentation. And I mean, Top Model is all about aesthetics, but it's specifically about girls failing to be pretty, which is amazing. (laughs) But also in a 2020s world, it's an incredibly problematic show from start to finish. Like had this debate happened in the early 2010s, I think Top Model probably would have been Elite Eight, maybe even Final Four. But I mean, it's absolutely iconic reality television moments, right? 
But in today's world, I think it is correct for it to end its runway here. By the way, if you do want more top model content, do check out our Best America's Next Top Model photo shoot episode. It came out in February 2023, which is like the show itself, ridiculous. And to that, I have to say, pot lead them. Nobody is going to vote for top model over breaking show, right? Curtis? No, but I'm just realizing that I should have had my intro line of, be quiet, Tiffany. <laughs> we were rooting for you, uh, Michael. Oh, no, I, I, uh, I hate Top Model. <laughs> I love it, but that's oh. fine. Uh, Joelle? Well, until yesterday, I'd never seen an episode of Top Model, and I watched a few, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, it's fine. Maybe I'll watch more. Well, <laughs> which season were you watching? This is super important. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's the Nile uh, season because I knew that he, I knew him oh, yeah. from other things, yeah. so I'm watching that one. I mean, listen, Nile could impregnate me, and uh, I'd be very <laughs> happy about that. Oh That's my! That's not a high God. bar for you. No, it's not. I mean, no. listen, listen. Um, uh, but uh, I mean, really, seasons three through six are the peak top model, and they're amazing reality television. But again, I think broadly speaking it is not a show that is aged well and we just have to acknowledge that it's just it's it's hobbled at this point even like the former contestants like i'd say once every couple months someone comes out and being like let me tell you about the fucked up shit they did to us and like tyra has to deal with it all over again (laughs) who was i reading someone was like Tyra Banks must live in fear for the inevitable Netflix documentary miniseries about what <laughs> the torture on she put on. Yeah. She cut that yeah. girl's hair. She did. did. I guess you didn't see that, Joelle, early on in one of the earlier seasons. So it was all about it's the makeover episode. It's one of the first episodes. And she forced this girl who was like, I will not cut my hair. I do not want to cut my hair. I love my hair. And she made her. Did she shave it off completely? No. She no, gave just her- cut it. She wanted her to have a Mia Farrow cut and they cut her hair to like nothing. And she comes to panel and Tyra's like, this is not short enough. I specifically said a Mia Farrow cut. You have to take another couple inches off. And she's like, I literally refuse. I have already cut off like nine tenths of my hair. I refuse. And they're like, cool, you're eliminated. But fun fact, that girl went on to marry the star of CW's Arrow, Stephen Amell. So who wins? Who was the winner? She does. Cassandra wins. Yeah. Wow. But that's like, that is reality competition, Absolutely. like gold. Yeah. That yes. was, that's fair. So yes. good. So much of that, but again, difficult in a modern climate. Uh, so we will be yeah. advancing the baking show. In a battle of guessing games, One Seed the Mole is currently successfully sabotaging the chances of Five Seed the Masked Singer. But Joelle has conflicting opinions on this one. Joelle, do you want to talk about it? This is choosing between my two cats. I don't have any children. Um, I love them both. I love them all. I love the mass singer. They both fill a certain hole in my heart. Um, I know I said that weirdly. Thanks for the face, Curtis. Uh, <laughs> um, the, the Both of them are kind of like puzzle shows in a way. I think of the mass singer as a puzzle show. I realize it's a happens to be a singing competition, but I love trying to figure out who the celebrity is. And I'm always convinced that I know it. And then I'm like, absolutely wrong. Sometimes I'm right. Sometimes it's just fucking Hanson. And it's, you know, it's Hanson. <laughs> How can you not know it's Hanson? And yet the judges were like pretending not to know it was Hanson all season. Adorable. Um, I love the mediocre singing. I love the absolutely elaborate, impossible to dance in costumes. And yet are they even in those costumes until the end? Big old question. I don't care. I just love the ridiculousness 
the clue packages that make no sense. But you should have seen the number seven on the plane that just flew by. That means that the person was the seventh child in their family. And that's something everyone knows about this basketball player. About um, Donny Osmond. <laughs> and it's always Donny Osmond or Cher or Britney yeah. Spears or Lady Gaga, obviously. Um, I know. I enjoy the heck out of the show. But the mole, if we can go backwards in time to... An interesting time in our in the world in 2001, January, an interesting little show came on TV. They wanted to compete with, you know, the juggernaut that was Survivor. And they launched a real thinker of a competition show. Uh, very cerebral. <laughs> Not for average America, average American, but really, really cool. Like it's, there's someone among amongst us that is sabotaging is everyone sabotaging to pretend they're the mole? Which one is the mole? Is it obvious? Maybe it was all along. These are the thoughts you have the entire season. Um, it is an impossible game. No one, no one can win this game. You just, you just have to just notice that someone drank wine at dinner. I, it's wild. Um, I love everything about it. The subterfuge, the the misleadingness of it all. The, the people, yeah, purposefully failing is my favorite part. Like. Are they stupid or do they do that on purpose? These are things I have lots of questions in my head when I watch both shows. I don't know if I'm doing a job here. I'm going to stop. <laughs> okay, that's fine. It's it's tough. It's it's a tough matchup. Uh, Michael, where are you on this one? Oh, this is not a tough matchup by any way, nape, shapes, or forms for me. This is the mole. <laughs> The Mole is by far one of the most perfectly crafted com- reality competition series that ever. I love Survivor and everything like that, but if the, I had gotten 20 seasons of The Mole, I probably would have been happier in the end. Yeah. And I will have to say that like I they the reboot on Netflix was very well done. I was very excited and I very much enjoyed it. I hope they do more of it. Um, and I, before that, when they released the first two seasons, I went back and watched, rewatched the first two seasons that were on there. And it was, I had, I hadn't seen them in years because they, they weren't anywhere. You couldn't find them all anywhere to watch previously. And right. I couldn't remember who won and just rewatching them. Like I was for the first time was fantastic. And like Joel said, it, it is a thinker. It is a cerebral show. You really have to pay attention to stuff in the end and you know you're going along trying to figure it out yourself and you don't even have half of the clues that the players themselves do but you get so sucked into it the mole is really an absolutely perfect who done it it's a mystery that you're getting sucked into it is Agatha Christie and you know Sherlock Holmes all rolled into one together all into for a you. Bank heist on top of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is a well done show. So it is the mole without a doubt. Curtis, if you are not a Patreon subscriber, <clears throat> I encourage you to pay the five dollars a month to go listen to me bitch about the Masked Singer, because that show is just the worst. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Tell it, us how you really feel, Curtis. I I just hate it. I I I don't know why. I really don't like. I love singing. I love I I love music. And I, you would think that I would love everything about it, but it really is. It is just something about the judging panel and yeah. their feigned stupidity. I don't think it's that feigned. Um, well, when it was handsome, it was I suppose, but otherwise, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Um, to me, 
it's not even the faked judging. It's the people themselves that I find, and this is going to sound ridiculous, but like actually morally objectionable. Some of those panelists, I really do. Yeah. I mean, Kev Jeong, fine. Delightful. Nicole Scherzinger. I have no problem with Nicole Scherzinger. Yeah. But like, how does Nick Cannon keep getting these gigs given his astonishing unforced publicity errors like these would cripple anyone else's career and he's still going and like gotta pay for those 72 children of his right like god bless robin thick has been credibly accused of both sexual misconduct and convicted of stealing another artist's song and he's sitting on that panel and jenny mccarthy i'm sorry i'm gonna get political and there are gonna be some people who aren't gonna like this right now but jenny mccarthy has gotten off scot-free from being patient zero in the anti-vaccination called running rampant in this country and which has cost actual people their lives and yet we're sitting there watching these people i don't know who could it be and getting millions of dollars and i'm like how has no one stopped this how are we okay with this it just is bonkers to me because joelle i agree with you everything about that show i am a sucker for fabulous costumes covered in crystals sea left people who are like singing songs furry beasts jiggling around (laughs) like honest to god i should be one i should be like the person in the audience every week being like i think i know it's gladys knight and that's a pip you know but like i cannot get past how like repugnant I find 50% of the talent on that show. Every I just, season. I don't get I it. I wish. Every yeah. season. I just hope they'll swap at least one of them out, if not three. I agree. If, yeah. Like, even one being taken out would be fine with me. But they just keep going with it. Anyway, sounds to me like we're advancing the mole, which was a, I was surprised that that was a one seed. I'm going to be really yeah. honest with you. I think it's recency bias with the it's recency yeah. bias with the reboot on with Netflix. Reboot. Yeah, I agree. Uh, finally, in round two, it... No, I'm not complaining either. Finally, in round two, it looks like we have another unanimous decision for two-seed Project Runway, but I do want to put it to the panel because this one is not where I expected the the last one to go. Uh, It's Project Runway versus Drag Race All-Stars. Joelle, where are you on this one? Project Runway. Michael. I I can get into it, but... Well, let's see why the votes are going to come out. Yeah, Project Runway. I want to keep a design in here, and we already have a drag representation. Yeah. Curtis? Now it's gay on gay crime, so <laughs> make it work. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna vote for Project Runway too. I love All Stars. Um, I, it is, it's a fantastic show. I will reiterate that All Stars season two is one of the greatest seasons of television that I think have been made. It is full of true juggernaut stars that came out of RuPaul's Drag Race. It's excellent tv you don't even have to like drag to find that series or season funny and interesting and engaging it's just so well done i dare you if you've never seen it go watch the lip sync between tatiana and Alyssa edwards Uh, to shut up and drive by uh, rihanna your life will be changed (laughs) that alone almost makes me vote for it because (laughs) it is just that good but project runway is it's uh, yeah it's a better show Iconic. i think it's a better show 
listen, I, I want to vote for all stars, but Heidi Klum let me borrow her top. And so I have to take her with me. To, no, just kidding. And if you've never watched all stars season two, you have no idea what that Marna reference is. Um, but we are going to drag Roxy Andrews style drag project runway into this elite eight. Uh, but that's it for round two. We're going to take a quick break and turn tree branches into totally convincing fake immunity idols. We'll be right back after these messages. It's a stick. (laughs) Well, hello there. Are you enjoying this episode of the Great Pop Culture Debate? Of course you are. But did you know that there's an entire other half of this episode you didn't listen to? Quel dommage! Our Patreon supporters get exclusive access to all the part ones and warm-ups. Literally, it's like a whole bonus episode. And I'm going to level with you folks. Some of them are funnier than what you hear on the main feed. So if you've ever thought about supporting us on Patreon but decided against it, don't be entitled to that wrong opinion. Head to patreon.com backslash greatpopculture debate and subscribe for just five dollars today your support means that we can continue to produce this fabulous show and you get all kinds of great perks treat yourself become a patron of the great pop culture debate today And we're back for round three of our best reality TV competition debate. Before we get into the Elite Eight, I want our panelists to share their social media so you can say whose hashtag team you're on as we go into our live finale. Curtis, how can people find you? I'm on pretty much most things at Kurt Itch, C-U-R-T-I-T-C-H. Don't yell at me. I'm not going to yell at you. Uh, Joelle? Uh, I guess um, I'm still on the bird channel as uh, at Joel TB. Um, you can follow the pocket pod on other stuff. If you like animal crossing, that's my podcast. Yes. And Michael, when you sell, share your socials, also talk to us about any, cause you actually run survivor games. Like this is a thing you do. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Therax329, T-H-E-R-A-X 329. Um, I am on Twitter there, but I really don't use that at all. So I'm pretty much on Instagram. If you want to yell at me, feel free to DM me or, you know, shout at me anywhere on there for you. But um, yeah, I'm very heavily involved in um the live reality game and online reality game communities where we, uh, it's a group of people where we design and execute uh, survivor style, big brother style, mole style and, and, and uh, original concept reality competition games uh, and play them. I uh, co-host a game called Survivor Amethyst with uh, two of my friends. We're actually just launched our third season. We're on day four. Uh, while we've been recording this, they've been completing their first challenge, and we have a double tribal tomorrow night where we will be sending two people home from ours. Um, you know, it's a it's for the fans of the reality community for us. So if you have, want to know more, feel free to reach out to me on Insta. I'd be happy to talk to you about that, introduce you to resources on how you can get involved in playing online, or there are dozens of live games that could compete at created across the country. I've competed in single day games and I've uh, competed in five day games, 
camping in the woods with a bag of rice and doing challenges over the course of five days. Um, I've played probably about 30, 35 of these games and have one win under my belt. <laughs> I didn't even know. Which one did you win? I won a Big Brother style game. Uh, a friend of mine in Toronto hosts Big Brother Cheesecake. Um, and it was, uh, it's, he actually models him after the show. It's an 85 day game where one person goes home every week. There is a head of household competition, a veto competition, and you play for 85 days. I lasted 85 days and won that game. And his game came with a cash prize of $700 Canadian. Stop it. Work. <laughs> I love that. And That's now I feel... American. <laughs> I feel even worse because in round one, I berated Michael and like, oh, oh yeah, no, no, brother. Exactly. It was ugly. It so was, you're ugly. ugly. Yeah. I swear to you, this will be the best $5 you spend all month. Go become in. a Patreon and listen to it that episode. It was literally the only Amy pilot moment in the entire show this year this for this yeah. episode. Um, and it was worth it because Eric and I really get into it and I hated him for a good 30 seconds after it was over i, knew I was really but glad he... there was an internet connection and just two screens between the two of you <laughs> uh, i will buy you a cheesecake the next time i see mm. you honey to be and i love boy. you i love you too so you can find me at eric resniak on twitter and instagram that's e-r-i-c-r-e-z as in zebra s as in snake n as in nancy y-a-k as certain people on this podcast joke my drag name should be zebra snake nancy uh or you can just message at great pop culture debate on insta or at gpcd on mastodon now that we've done that let's move on to round three before simon cowell starts insulting us uh come on in guys because ultimate number one seed survivor continues its individual immunity streak pushing out so you think you can dance in yet another unanimous vote before we move on no one's going to object to that i'm assuming everybody's on team survivor here yes. curtis joelle yep. michael yep. yes yeah. I do want to have a moment uh, to speak on So You Think You Can Dance. I was, I loved So You Think You Can Dance back when it was in its prime. It was required viewing for me. Um, when the pandemic hit, I was like, you know what I would love to watch? So You Think You Can Dance. And you can't find it anywhere as a series. It's not available. And if I had to guess, I don't know this, but if I had to guess, it's probably because the licensing rights to all of those pop songs would be incredibly expensive to pay for. Um, again, that's just a theory. Uh, I think but I read that, that is, when I was looking. Is that true? Yeah, I did read yeah. that. A little inside baseball for years, you couldn't watch RuPaul's Drag Race season one because you they would not pay for the Destiny's Child songs used in episode two. And uh, that filter. And that filter, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, but so you think you can dance. I, I did this past weekend go on YouTube and say, well, let's see what they have. And actually, most of the numbers are available, some in potato quality uh, from international uh, channels where people just tape them and put them up. And I got to relive some of my favorite numbers from that show. And my God, the talent that was on that program was extraordinary. Michael made a reference in the last round that... The format of So You Can Dance, there was nowhere to hide. Like you would get people who were break dancers, who were ballroom dancers, who were jazz dancers, et cetera. And one week they had to do the quick step and the next week they had to do contemporary. And the week after that, they had to do a paso doble. Mm -hmm. You had to rise to the challenge and put yourself, uh, stretch yourself, I would argue, farther than almost any other talent-based reality competition out there. Those t kids were incredibly 
incredibly talented and some really iconic, memorable, moving dances that I, just reliving them again this past weekend, I was blown away. My partner had never seen it. We were watching it while eating mediocre Mexican food. Um, and he was just like, this is amazing. I was like, I know. Um, <laughs> it was also a great place to find new music. Like every week you'd find a new song on that show that otherwise I never would have been exposed to. So if you have not watched those or you think you can dance, you unfortunately cannot stream it anywhere, but you can go to YouTube, type it in until someone comes and, and takes down all of those illegal videos. But it was well worth my time. That being said, Survivor is the correct winner here. So it will advance. Meanwhile, American Idol had a bad day as the super gay panel has unanimously decided to push forward RuPaul's Drag Race into the final four. Is anyone disagreeing with that? Joelle, Drag Race over Idol? I'm joining the gays. Drag race over Ada. <laughs> Honorary Welcome. homosexual for the night. Been that way for a very long time. <laughs> You'll receive your basket soon. And your toaster. Michael, uh, drag race over Idol? A drag race. Curtis? Oh, God. Um, hmm. So this is tough because American Idol is like... Uh, legit one of the i think i mean it was one of the top four seeds so you all agreed you listeners agreed that american idol is one of the greatest competition style like reality tv shows out there um kelly clarkson is one of my favorite musical artists i would not maybe not have kelly clarkson without american idol i don't and that's think hard would. that's hard to say yeah I don't and think you would. She's a national treasure for sure. Absolutely. She's a national treasure. I adore her. I'm so grateful that she came out of that and finally like broke through the ridiculous contract that they made her sign so that she could actually do her own stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying that, and if I didn't have Drag Race, I don't know what, I don't think I'd have a personality. So... <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, you have a personality i'm kidding uh, i'm sorry it was right there um no but that's true for like the entirety of gay americans right like under yeah. the age of 25 like it's just who it is so th that's yeah. the struggle that's the struggle that i'm i'm like in my mind i am a gay man i am a proud gay man this is it is my culture this is this is who i am and i'm trying to set that part aside and be totally objective and Why? say which of these two shows because that's what we're here for that's what i'm paid for michael wait he's not you pay him <laughs> he's not getting paid um, i know where you live eric paid in thank yous and love yes exactly right. not even that um, shit not even yeah right just um filthy reddit subs like a bag uh, of but, popcorn exactly if it here let me let, let me help you out with with how i came to my decision on this one um i think it's a case of a series outlasting its usefulness if we were having this debate when idol was not even in its prime but even close to its prime i think this is a much easier decision but it's not past its prime it it is is in the ground it was dead they dug it back up and it's nothing it's like who cares about american idol now right like back when it was in its peak which was seasons five through seven by the way so you're talking the jordan sparks the um 
Oh my God, Daughtry? Taylor Hicks. Daughtry. Daughtry. Yeah. He didn't win, but that he was season five. Taylor he Hicks should've. won that season. That was the season that the vote for the worst campaign became a thing. Do we know about this? Are we aware of this? No. So my, I'm not surprised Michael knows. So this was an actual yes. internet campaign that started where people were watching Idol and how like it was this huge phenomenon. They're like, you know what? If we all got together, we could really fuck with this show. Right. And so they would pick the worst singer and they would actually advocate vote for this terrible singer and see how far we can get them to go and it is argued that the reason that taylor hicks won season five is he was the vote for the worst pick he, he had his own legitimate support with the frauen of america there's no yeah, question the he ladies. had he had his core but the argument was that vote for the worst kind of came in as kind of like these third-party spoilers and pushed him over the finish line over cat mcphee but so you had america that season vote Exactly. Democracy doesn't work. I say it all the time. Um, Jordan Sparks. And then seven was Chris Allen, I think. Was that was that Chris Allen versus Lambert? Was that the Chris versus Chris mm. one? It was Chris on Chris. Yeah. Chris, yeah. Uh, Chris on Chris. Um, Chris on Chris action. Uh, yeah. But it was a very intense. I th- oh, maybe it was David Cook versus Archuleta. I always get seven mm. and eight. Ma- oh, up. it was David versus David or Chris versus David Chris. Versus oh, David. I think it was that's David. Right. I think you're right. Archie versus and the wrong Cook. David won, I think, and the wrong and Cook won. Although I, I did like his song, I will say, but and Archie's had a decent career. Um, and then it was Alan versus Lambert, or I, I might have him swift. Yeah, Bottom line, right. it was drawing thirty million viewers per season, which is astonishing in a post cable television environment. But now that it's moved to ABC, it's drawing less than ten million viewers a season. And again, like no one cares about this show anymore. Like, wait, there's a new season of it. <laughs> There, it's it's still being aired. And like, congratulations, Lionel Richie and Katy Perry. Enjoy your paychecks. But like, honestly, mm. who cares? So Conversion, I got it. Even in a table four, Carrie watch. Underwood, five Taylor Hicks, yes, six Jordan Sparks, mm-hmm. seven David Cook, yeah, eight Chris Allen, yes. And that one was especially controversial. The Chris Allen over Lambert win. Um, but uh, my point to this is, Drag Race has not gone down. Drag Race has actually only gotten stronger over the years. Mm-hmm. It's now in its 15th season. It's on MTV. It's pulling in more viewers than ever. While those numbers pale in comparison to Idol, even today, that's true. But like Drag Race has a an entire community, uh, uh, like a, 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 a co- like an economy, really, to be honest with you. And Idol is there. It's, it's almost like it's a zombie show. Um, so that's why I think it's okay. Yes, it gave us Kelly Clarkson. It gave us Conderwood. It gave us multiple other people, many of whom didn't even win. But like, when's the, I don't think you've heard of any of them since like even before season 10. I literally think Philip Phillips is the last one that anyone can name. Mm-hmm. So that's my argument. I Curtis? just remembered Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson season win. three. She didn't win. She, she, but she was it, like it gave fights. us Jennifer Hudson. Correct. Right. Yeah. That, I think season three the top four could have been winners in any other season. Sure. You had, it was Fantasia. It was Fantasia. Uh, Jennifer Hudson. It was. Jennifer was not top four. Jennifer went out early in that season. Oh, did she? I Jennifer think she was like was six like, or I seven. Wasn't. No, it was like sixth. It was Latoya. Was it Latanya? No, Latoya London. Yeah. Latoya London was there. And who was the other finalist in season three? Diana DeGarmo, I think. Yeah. She went on to have a, a storied Broadway career. Yep. Um, And I forget who the fourth place person was. But yes, yeah, season three was stacked. Season three was stacked. Anyway, you convinced me. 
Hawk okay. Drag Race. <laughs> drag Race it is. Uh, Joel, do you have anything else to add or no? Nope. Nope. I'm good. <laughs> All right. In a battle of global favorites, it currently looks like The Amazing Race is set to beat the Great British Baking Show to the final four. Does anyone want to argue that carbs trump culture, or should we give this one to the racers? Michael, where are you on this? Oh, this one's actually really hard for me in the end, because, like, I love The Amazing Race, and I love British Baking Show. It is, give me a little bit of Paul Hollywood, and I could be a very happy camper. Um, it, and it's, to me, it actually, in the end, it is the perfect opposites of each other you know phil drops his arm and like these all these american teams are racing for it and then on the british bake show they say bake and they all just gently take the gingham (laughs) off and they take their things out and they're very slow and they have a cup of tea and then they start baking kind of stuff for you so it is really it's yeah. They have nothing in common. <laughs> they have they, they are complete and utter opposites of each other in the end. And uh, I've been a fan of both of them for a long time, but The Amazing Race I've been a fan of longer. But my problem with the later seasons of Amazing Race is the same thing that I have with some of the later seasons of Big Brother is that the only people that end up on the show are if you're some kind of like major influencer now. Like you have to have sure. a Instagram following to be on the show. Like the they're really driving that. Survivor doesn't do that. You know, Survivor really picks real people to put on the show for you. But Big Brother and Amazing Race have become very influence driven. And um I think I'm actually, in this case, however the rest of this turns out, I'm going to vote for the Great British Baking Show. Okay. I think that, that, uh, that I think that it's, I, I just enjoy, like, I could sit and watch old, I have sat and watched old episodes of that, which I don't do with The Amazing Race. That's a great argument, actually. Uh, Curtis, where are you on this one? I must have misclicked because I don't like The Amazing Race. Hmm. Um, it's not. Yeah, it's not really for me, and I'm going to vote for The Great British Baking Show because it is a more interesting show. I would rather watch... Joelle's having a coronary down there. Joelle is having a Michael in round one Big Brother (laughs) moment. Joelle, why don't you speak on The Amazing Race before I make my vote? fuck everything. I love The Amazing Race. (laughs) Serves you right. (laughs) This is my own punishment for something I did earlier. I don't know. Um, the yes, watch the, pre- the, watch the pre-show. You deserve this now. Phil is, I don't know why he is one of my favorite people on television. There's just something so calm and charming. People are running at him full speed with backpacks. And he's just like, okay, you're, you're, you're number seven. And he'll, and he'll wait and he'll make them wait. I love everything about that. Um, no, I love the amazing race. It's, semi-educational not like bake off is also semi-educational you can learn how to do some stuff uh baking wise (laughs) i love bake off let me be very clear um and i will never call it baking show because i don't respect whatever that much not pillsbury um the other one the reason why we can't was, call it Bake Off, it's called it Baking Show. It was the Pillsbury Bake Off. It was the Pillsbury, Pillsbury? Bake Off. I mean. Yeah, a different believe- company. Okay. No, I believe it was Pillsbury. Some baking. Co- anyway, um, I will always call it Bake Off because British. It's right. Baking Show is stupid. Um, but yeah, no, The Amazing Race. I love the. I love it. It is a proper reality show competition. You are meeting these people at like 
their top and their worst. You get to see every part of their personality along the race. You get to watch how these people interact. I love the tropes of the show. I love the couple that's like, well, we're going to see if we can make it work. Let's go on the amazing race and maybe not get divorced. Um, Spoiler warning. Yes. It does not work out well for them. I don't know Better if you should have a baby. Let's have a baby to save this marriage. Exactly. But no, let's it's even ourselves on TV. I don't yeah. know if we should have a baby. Let me learn if I can trust my partner by going on the amazing race. I love and those. Um, I love the siblings and like, you know, they, they, they love and they love and they fight and everything. Um, I, Michael, to your point, it's not all influencers even now. I realize you're probably thinking of one of the more recent winners that was very much a YouTube set of influencers that, that won. But, um, well, I mean, in the early seasons, it was just regular people, but now they hit, they tend, and, and, and I'm not saying everybody they put on the show, but is. a lot of them are like social media influencers. It's probably more 50-50 now as opposed to just being all nobodies. But, you know, there was like the most recent season that I, you know, we just watched, there was these two sisters that like, they met each other after not knowing each other for their entire lives. Yeah, and the adopted just Korean sisters, incredible. yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think of them as influencers. Maybe they were pre-famous before, but um, I don't know. There's just I. I love these people. I, I. I love. I just love the history of the Amazing Race. I love going back to like seasons two and three, where every idiot got into a oh. cab in any country and said "Rapido, Rapido, Rapido," and I was like, <laughs> "You're in like Sweden, in Vietnam." <laughs> No, but right. like, yeah, season one, Team Guido will forever be like the people that I root for. The gay couple with the little chihuahuas. And the people that never learn how to drive stick shift. Stick. It's like going <laughs> like, on drag race with never taking a slowing class. Going uh, go, and, or going on Survivor and not learning how to make fire. Like these are things right. you do. I love every, I just, I love yeah. everything about The Amazing Race. I, I, like the countries they go to. The opening credits are some of my favorite opening credits of any television sure. series ever. The music, I could go on. I'm, I'm just, Bake Off is great. It doesn't have the history. It doesn't have the, I don't know, the, the 20 something years of connectivity that um, Amazing Race has for me. So here's where I weigh in on this. I mentioned in, I think, part one that I had actually auditioned for some of these. And Amazing Race is one of the ones I auditioned for. With who? They did, with, who? With, who? with who? With who? With who? Okay. 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 So if you remember, The Amazing Race had the ill-conceived family edition. Oh, right. Oh, my God. That's, that wait, was in my notes. A Resniak? I'm sorry. All four, four Resni Resniaks in an RV across America. Ma'am. Yes, I would have paid my left kidney to see that. I don't know. What I told myself was, well, they can't have four grown-ass men. Well, also that. But they can't have four grown-ass men in one team. That would not be balanced, right? Because there were some that had, like, children, whatever. And it was, we're all adult men. I mean, adult is relative. Yeah, I mean... They had a different like, set of fragile psyches kind of it balances out. It balances out because there we wouldn't have even gotten out of the airport without tearing into each other. It would have been violent in the most amazing way that that would have been amazing. But suffice it to say, we did not get cast cast. And it's a good thing because that season was Bobo. It was terrible. They didn't Wild. even leave America. It was it is, terrible. It is historically Phil's worst. Like he hates that season. He won't even talk yes. about it. 
Yeah. It's so bad. But um, uh, you can ask. Bob and I, we used to watch this all the time. I was obsessed with The Amazing Race. I, mm-hmm. I, I like total appointment viewing. I, I did. I learned a lot about different cultures. It was both entertaining and educational. I think my first ever episode was the one where that poor gal was doing the slingshot with the watermelons. <laughs> <laughs> Right to the face. <laughs> so good. Which is a and meme they- to this day. <laughs> that is the singular moment that almost makes me vote for the Amazing Race. The yes, I watched that. The I still watch rolling. it. I'll oh, use it. That as a, and like a the reaction. The, the guy that, that quit during the Kafka experiment. I love that one. The girl in the field trying to find the the hay. And she couldn't no, find not even it. that. The moment that the 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 married. I, couple and they have to shave her head yes um the, oh. The, oh, 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 i'm never gonna get their names right but i'm not yes. that, i'm not even gonna try i just like, watch i just rewatched that, that season a few, that few is months like ago heartbreaking and inspiring I, at the I was same in time tears all over again like, and i'm not I, saying I, that i don't love the amazing race and i do because right. i still do but for me right now it's like bake the great British bake-off is just such an absolutely it's a, it's a balm in these times for me. Yes, and that's where I was going to go, Michael. Is so like I fell off of Amazing Race. I don't know when, but it was a while back. And now I have Paramount Plus. I could go back and watch all the seasons. I haven't. And I did try to watch the most recent season with my partner. And like, we didn't even get through. And it was one of the recent seasons that had people from Survivor, Big Brother, and yeah, some other show. That was a weird ass season. And he's just like, this is really boring. Like, it's very, very dull. And I was like, I can't actually argue this because he's right. It was super slow, the episodes that we watched, and we gave up on it. But I will go back and I will watch old seasons of the Great British Baking Baking Show. It doesn't matter over and over and over again. And it is what Michael just said. It is my comfort show. There is just something about it that is so sweet and wholesome and good natured. And it makes me want to eat carbs and I want to <laughs> eat carbs. And so uh, for me, I, I, like, yes, I think Amazing Race has the prestige. It has the legacy and the history that Joelle is talking about. But if we're talking about which of these two shows you're going to sit down on a Friday night and watch, I'm always going to go baking show. I will. It's just yeah. going to happen. Agreed. So I, are you aghast, Joelle? Are you gagged? Are you I'm gooped? just sad because it is comfort TV for me. Like I, I find for as much as there are people that get a little contentious, there are these beautiful, you know, relationships and stories and you get to hear all about them. And I find that I, I've cried several times watching The Amazing Race, like many, many, several times. But that I cry thought. at the end of literally every Great British Bake Off, every, not the, every episode, but the winner when the winner oh, yeah. finally gets given, I, you ask my husband, I've cried at every single one, except Raheem. Or, oh, uh, God. We don't name? discuss. Yes. Oh. It's right. Ra- yes. That Rahul. season made me so Rahul. angry. Rahul. And I mean, they are all season. on that show and they don't get any money. They just get the plate. Right. Right. Justice and for Kim so, Joy. So British. So British. Get a plate. <laughs> um, I was going to say, like, you are, there are wonderful stories that happen in Amazing Race, but they're in the context of a bunch of other shit happening. And the Great British Baking Show is nothing but a constant hug. Like, that's what it is. A constant food-based hug. And Amazing Race is a lot of other things. And it's very compelling in, in, in many seasons. But when it's not, it is not. And even the Great British Baking Show, when it's bad, is still worth watching. Yeah, so, get Rahul. Mm. I know, but for every Rahul, we have a million other amazing winners. So I'm going to give it to Baking Show 2, which I believe makes it 
advance and amazing race is out finally in round three the panel continues to think that project runway remains in vogue but joelle and her pick the mole say lighten up it's just fashion curtis why do you have designs on runway in the final four joelle get sneaky and try to burrow the mole into the final four i'm gonna have curtis go first designers is that decent <laughs> that was um, good <clears throat> there is seriously Curtis, make it work so much to love about this property about project runway it gave us tim gunn it gave us a chance to get to know heidi klum as more than just someone wearing clothes it gave us several seasons of what is bar none the best reading and shade i have ever seen in the form of michael kors judging critiques i have curated a list of some of my favorite <laughs> from his time on the show and i would like to share them with you please she just looked like rigatoni mad max <laughs> You basically took a checklist of everything that could turn tacky, shiny, short, tight, tacky, tacky, tan man, tan man, Hershey kiss, ballerina, garbage, newspaper. (laughs) Oh, Oh God. Look at that. Your husband helps you back into your straight jacket at night. (laughs) We have crazy crotch and he has introduced what would be my favorite drag queen. Please someone take this name. Oh, it's Polly Crepe de Sheen. <laughs> and he like, Curtis, you did an amazing job with that. But the Thank way you. the revulsion in his yes. in his voice when he touches the fabric, is that, uh, is that, oh, oh, it's God. Polly it's Polly Crepe de Sheen. Just <laughs> utter contempt. Yes. And beyond all that, I think Project Runway is such a novel concept for a show, it gives clothing designers a chance to be seen, to gain experience and hone their craft in front of some of the biggest names in fashion to come in as judges. And the first 10 seasons of the franchise are gold. Mm-hmm. I cannot speak to the rest of it. It definitely took a turn for the worse, but I just don't think the mole is quite as close to Project Runway. Joelle, talk to us about the mole. I don't have much here. I mean, I already talked about the mole earlier. I love it. I think it's a smart, smart show. I do think it lacks in the accessibility that Project Runway has. Like Project Runway, like I don't know a damn thing about fashion and I've learned things over the years, his the history, names of designers, all that stuff. Like I don't know who Michael Kors was, and now I do. And now I recognize his bags all over the world. Um I I love the mole. I think it's a fantastic brilliant little show and it needs to continue to exist in the world but it can't compete with project runway and i don't know why i'm gonna try so michael where are you on this i am firmly in the project runway camp just because and i love the mole and i expressed my love for the mole in the previous round and everything like that but um even beyond that when you look at the reboot christian soriano has become an absolutely fantastic mentor taking that tim gun role in the when they switched over for it and like, who is not in love with Nina Garcia, for God's sake? She's she's the Michelle, Michelle Visage of Run, Project Runway mm-hmm. in, in it, for where she will rip you to part, but she will love you to death and make sure that you have a career if she likes you. You know, 
She does. She is. She has mentored a lot of these people after they leave the show. And um, I'm just also to point out that I am also a languishing panel member for the yet to be recorded best project runway looks <laughs> that we have been working on for seven, eight, 12 months. I forget how long we've been talking about it's this. It's a year. Yeah, <laughs> a year cool. of talking about this. But so there will be a best project runway finale look one out there from the Greek pop culture debate at some point before I die. <laughs> I promise you. So it'll be the best project runway design. I'll tell you one of the reasons it's taken so long to come to fruition is there hasn't been a great source to find right. all of the different. It is hard. It has been a challenge for us. I think I actually have found one. So we may have that solved. But Ooh. by the time this is coming out, we actually should be recording that. I'm going to we'll record it this spring. I promise you, Michael, I need to get it done. I know. Um, I know. But yeah, I think Project but, Runway is just. And it comes down to it, the creative side of it, too. Watching some of these designers, even when it's crap in the end, watching their process and watching them put it together and watching them cry and bleed and over everything that they do is just I could I can go back and watch even like fat, you know, in fashion one day you're in one day you're out. Watching it from the beginning, the fashions that they made in season one would be considered horrible by today's standards. Nobody would wear them today, but they were so cutting edge and so moving and everything from right from the beginning. You get some beautiful and who doesn't love a non-traditional, non-conventional uh, materials challenge in the end? Absolutely. Do you remember uh, Curtis, so Curtis looks constipated or like he has something to say? I was just wondering if anyone remembers the drop crotch era of Project Runway. Yes. yes. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Never forget. Never forget. I was going to say that um, I think The Mole is uh, an example of a, real, a show that's almost too smart for its own good. And I think people – you're right. There's an accessibility problem. It only had two seasons in the original and only one season now. And none of those seasons, I don't think, were particularly well viewed in terms of the numbers. But yeah. it's a great concept for a show, and it is a well-crafted competition. The, the but, timing of those seasons of the, of the mall was was weird, especially the second season came out right after 9-11. Um, yeah. And then they didn't know what to do. Two years later, they brought it back for two seasons of Celebrity Mall. Did you know there is a secret fifth season of the mall, not hosted by Anderson Cooper, not ho hosted by Ahmad whatever Rashad? yep Ramon Rashad um it's something else and it's nowhere in the world I, I've never even heard of it or seen it so wow. there is technically never made season. it out of the can and then there's the Netflix season so that's actually the sixth season of the mall so there are six seasons somewhere in a drawer that's amazing and I will say the Netflix reboot I thought that the production values were excellent Fantastic. I really like Alex Wagner as the host I thought she was great yeah I thought that most of those players were unbelievably stupid yeah. which was a bummer because I was just like what is happening here like it was hard for you as the as the player at home to figure out who the mole was because they were all making such bad decisions and I was like are you all like trying every to throw single us off? one of them was sabotaging and it made no yeah. sense and it really hey. was ultimately lacking a drunk giggly Anderson Cooper so that is fair. <laughs> That's fair. which is by the way the other reason to if you can watch those first two seasons Anderson Cooper is goddamn charming and I oh, think God, yeah. him do anything they're now on Netflix are they not they were yes. they, over the summer. The first two seasons yes. were there, and then they disappeared. Ugh. And all they have is God. Celebrity Mole two seasons. Boo. So you can watch well, Kathy the, Griffin. 
I'm good. But um, <laughs> no offense to Kathy Griffin. Um, all that to say, the mole, I think it's made it to the Elite Eight, which is great, but it does not deserve to make it to the final four of a Project Runway. So with that being said, we are going to take a quick break to enjoy a cocktail in the Interior Illusions Lounge. And yes, we saw the fishnets and they were ripped. We will be right back after these messages. And we are back with the final four of our best reality TV competition debate. Uh, let's take a look at this F4. We have Survivor versus RuPaul's Drag Race, Great British Baking Show versus Project Runway. I don't have eyes on the bracket, but I do not think those are all number one. Survivor's a one, and I think that's it. The rest are number two yep. seeds, and this is probably the gayest bracket we've ever had. And yep. let's just acknowledge <laughs> that, right? Like, we spoke about that in part one that, you know, the panel, I think, in this particular debate has probably slightly different tastes than mainstream America in some ways. Not entirely true, but I think there is a bias there. Um, I think it's fabulous. We've got a, a strategy game. We've got a talent game. We've got a baking show and, and another design, design, design show. Design show. Yeah. So I actually think it's a really well, it's not the one that I was expecting to be here, to be honest with you, but I think it's a, a great top four. Um, let's jump into these final debates here. Survivor versus RuPaul's Drag Race. We're going to go around the horn. I'm going to start with Curtis. Where do you vote? So, full disclosure, I haven't watched Survivor since, God, season two, <laughs> maybe. Um, it's it's just not, I, I think that it is a good show. I see its good qualities. Um, I ha There is a winner that hails from my hometown, uh, which season? is interesting. 37 no spoilers but i know who you're talking about yeah. <laughs> okay um good thing i didn't say the name i know so, I, was, I thank you for asking the season eric <laughs> yeah that's that's oh cool. okay um but i'm gonna put okay so it doesn't i really don't think it matters i think all three of you are gonna vote for survivor i'm just gonna talk about drag race for a little bit um in my office, above my head, are multiple, multiple pictures, not those, um, of drag icons, of people that I look up to, I love, I aspire to be, like these women slash men slash everything in between Shapeshifters. Have, have, have molded me um, into the person that I am, and <laughs> Drag Race did that for me. I am so thankful and grateful that I have gotten to grow up and continue to experience and love this show every Friday night or whenever they decide to show it. Um, it, it has been such an impact, such a positive impact. And I bitch about it all the time. I complain, but that's what you do about the things that you love yep. because you wish you, you want them to be as, as good as you know that they can be. Mm -hmm. um, I love this show. So I'm going to vote for Drag Race. All right. Joelle? Um, if you had asked me this question seven months ago, 
it would have been a toss up because I had only watched ever one season of either of these shows. And since July, I've watched 20 plus seasons of Survivor and six or seven seasons of Drag Race. Um, I feel like I've, I've sampled them both pretty well. Um, I, enjoy, I enjoy both shows absolutely immensely. Uh, Survivor has the staying power that we know after 43 seasons. It's still fun to watch. It is accessible for literally everybody. Anyone can watch Survivor, whereas Drag Race does take a certain level of comprehension of the of that of that part of the world. I had to ask a whole bunch of questions while I was watching. <laughs> I googled a few things. The first time I ever watched any season, my friend literally coached me through that season. She was explaining everything to me as it was happening because I was like, I, I don't know anything. Um, it takes a shepherd to watch <laughs> drag race <laughs> whereas survivor no he just just jump right in um it is pretty pretty simple um the very first season of survivor it caught the entire world by storm everyone knew richard hatch and sue whatever her last name's names Hawk. yep and the and the rat and the snake and the whole thing um it's 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 classic television 23 years later um it's it's hard to it's hard to fight that one um drag race is amazing I, I i hate to see it go but for me it's survivor michael this one is hard in the end because both survivor and drag race are religion in my household my partner is a drag queen and i have coached i have worked with him through three separate drag race applications mm-hmm. kill me now I will never. <laughs> it is a grueling process to get on that show and put it just like to complete the video component of it. And the amount of work that she has put into making herself ready for that show has been insane. Um, and Survivor has been part of my life. I, I have watched every episode live, every season, every episode from the first step on the beach in Borneo to the recent completion of the most recent season, 42 finishing up. Um, I am a very active member in the Survivor community at large. Um, Drag Race has changed my life too. You know, I did. Re- I watched season one live when it came out, and then I just stopped watching for a little bit, and then I got back into it for Bianca Del Rio's win, and I have been, it's been nonstop ever since. And I have met queens that have been on dragways. I have played survivor games with actual survivors and big brother players and those kind of things. So like they've, it's like, it's been, it's religion in my household and everything, but my partner will never listen to this podcast. So I'm okay with saying this. (laughs) Woo woo Monroe. I love you to death, but (laughs) I am going voting for survivor because that is literally, it's more of my life than, than drag races so and i respect and i love and like i have my favorite queens that i would die for on drag race just like i have my favorite players on survivor that i would die for as well uh yeah um uh, it sucks that these two are up against each other um but at the same time I think Final Four is exactly where Drag Race needs to peter out here. I think that, again, we're coming at this from a bit of a bias. I think the average listener to this is just like, oh, my God, here they go, talking about Drag Race again. Um, But there is a reason if you are a gay person in the 2000s, 
uh, that this is a whatever this is. I can't remember that. I mean, it started in the oh in, in, in the aughts, right? Late aughts. That's when Drag Race started. Two thousand eight. Oh eight. Oh, wasn't it? Nine. Okay. okay. Yeah. Nine. Late aughts. Um, like it, it has been a cultural touchstone for our community for 15 years now and it is to its credit it's not slowing down if anything it's it's more than ever it's you know there's new international spinoffs coming out literally every year um and god bless them uh, it is a huge part of my personality too curtis as you know like uh it's just but we're talking about reality tv competition and uh there is a progenitor and it's Survivor. I distinctly remember watching that first episode live. I remember driving home from a terrible interview with the now defunct Wizard Magazine, which is a comic book magazine that I flopped. Um, but I was driving home desperate to get home in time because I was so excited about this new show. I didn't even fully understand how it worked, but they'd done such a good job promoting it and making me interested. And watching it, I was just like, wait, these are real people who are literally on and and they vote each other off this is brutal but it's amazing what are they and, wearing um, around their boobs right <laughs> and like oh my gosh they're they're oh, look at all the shirtlessness like there were so many so many wonderful things but um it it changed television this is probably going to get booed by people listening but like much the same way that like the mash finale was a touchstone for that generation I would argue, non-sporting events-wise, the Survivor premiere or finale were those touchstones for our generation. It was a massive cultural moment, um, pop cultural moment, right? So as many reasons I love Drag Race, I have to give it to Survivor. It's not just that first season and that first finale either. It is, uh, Curtis, I encourage you to go back and watch it. We got Joelle to watch 20-something seasons in the last year, and you don't regret your decision, do you? No, not at all. It was exactly what I needed in the horribleness that was 2022. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it is still a great show uh, to this day. In fact, in some ways it's gotten better. Um, but uh, I'm getting to Survivor here. So that is three for Survivor, one for Drag Race. Next, it's Great British Baking Show versus Project Runaway. We're going to go back of the order. Michael, where are you on this? Oh, God. Let's talk about my heart and soul again. Component of it here. Um, it's the bomb, like the, I know I'm being so articulate here. Um, <laughs> I am like just struggling internally for this one for you. But like, if I had to go with my gut, my gut's going to vote for project runway over bake off. And is that, do you think because of the strength of the early seasons of project runway? That Even the later than- seasons with the, I mean, the reboot with Christian Soriano, I really enjoy too. I mean, they're not as strong as the early seasons of Runway, but I still loved what I saw in the most recent seasons of it, too. And I'm hopeful that there'll be more. Well, if I can for a moment, we do know that the 20th season, which is coming out soon, will be all-stars again and i believe it is going to have i think designers from every single season is what they were trying to get i could be wrong about that but i do believe that christian was saying like we've got people all the way back to season one is what i remember him saying so oh scarlet we'll be seeing that soon maybe austin but i also i would love to see carasan again we have oh i would love to see carasan and and uli and oh my god uli Uli, Uli, the spitter 
no, no, no. That Uli. was Elisa. Elisa. Oh. Elisa. Yeah, no. Uli had Uli those was... beautiful flowing, like, right. loungewear oh. kind of stuff. Oh. Yes. Caftan type stuff, yeah. Very oh. Miami chic, which mm-hmm. I would not have known if it were not for Project Runway, right? We'll get to that. But, uh, yeah. all right, so, Joel. Project Runway for me. Okay, Joel. Uh, yeah, this one is this one is tough. They are equally um, weighted in my heart. Uh, and frankly, both of these should have been the one contending with Drag Race and Survivor from my perspective. And for like just the way the way the numbers work out sometimes. Um, from Project Runway, again, it has the history. It has 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 deeper roots. I, I love Bake Off, but you know it's it's could change again and uh, but between the host changing i can't stand matt lucas um he's gone now he's i know he's off the next i know th- yeah. thankfully our prayers were answered um i don't like paul hollywood i i get what is attractive about him but i do not like him and i find him annoying and gross and he made some poor choices early days of the show and i don't know um not a fan uh and i miss mary berry maybe that's mm-hmm. my other problem with it but I, I don't know. Project Runway, it, it's obviously had its changes, and Tim Gunn's gone now. But I freaking love Christian Siriano. I could celebrate him for the rest of my life. I love that the show celebrates. Um, I know it's a lot of models, but it does celebrate other, yeah, other sized people and other types of sure. people and heights and any sort of disability and ethnicity and everything in between. Um, I, I yeah, Project Runway. Okay, Curtis. Oh, this is a tough one. Um, I think I'm going to say The Great British Baking Show. Mm. And the reason that I'm going with GBBO, which is what I call it, even though it's The Baking Show, um, is because it is unlike any other competition on this bracket in that the spirit of competition is so like friendship oriented. Mm -hmm. I don't, I like none of the others that we've talked about in the entirety. Like, yes, there are always alliances and yes, people always try to get along when they can. But when you watch an episode of the great British baking show, everybody there cares how the other person does, but it's still a competition. Everybody wants to win Everybody wants everyone else to win. And I think that is such an interesting twist on a competition show that you just don't see. And maybe it's because it's, it's British, British and Americans are assholes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. We are. But I think that that's such like a light in the dark that we're sitting in currently. And when you look at a lot of the rest of these shows, they're all just so cutthroat and... I really appreciate that about the the baking show. I loved Sue and Mel. I thought they oh, were untouchable. Yeah. And much. I'm not discounting. I, I mean, I love Sandy too. And Noel's fine. I actually don't mind Matt. The the cast, the 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 hosts, um, even the judges. Prue is really fun. All of her chunky jewelry. Um, they all they give a different flavor. They're all different seasonings and different ingredients. And I think it's it's just a really special show. Not that Project Runway isn't, but if you put those two in front of me and you were like, which one do you want to watch tonight? I'm going with the bake off. Interesting. Um this is not Great Britain's 
next top best friend <laughs> Curtis no, best friend <laughs> exactly uh, no 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 that, that, that's those are all really great points um, and it's interesting that these two are up against each other because these are two series that have had a lot of shuffles in terms of both the networks they've aired on right because GBBO was originally on BBC and went to channel four am I wrong BBC or two was- BBC one and then ITV ITV, thank you. Um, and of course, uh, Project Runway started out on Bravo, went to Lifetime, where they strip mined that show. I and mean, now it's it was back a on Bravo. Now it's back on Bravo. But this is my thing: is for those first four seasons at least, Project Runway was like the Tiffany of reality shows. It was impeccable in terms of the prestige that it had, the level of talent that it was generating. I mean, Christian Siriano winning season four, he is now, I would say, among the top designers working in fashion today. And it wasn't just him. Austin Scarlett did very well. He was working for Vera Wang. There are many other winners that have done significant work since doing that show. I'm not knocking GBBO because, I mean, Nadia has become a sensation. Other winners have done very well as well. Mm -hmm. But I think in terms of like primacy in like, and part of my rubric, we didn't discuss this that much on this episode, but like part of my rubric was, did they generate actual successful people in their fields afterwards? Project Runaway's track record has been, at least in the early seasons, pretty goddamn strong um with the exception of the first winner jay that's a whole complicated situation oh, that's another story doc- there's a documentary about that yep um curtis you want to say something i would like to challenge that point by just a little yeah. bit because yeah. for yep. most of these the there is a prize there's there's a reason like when you win project runway you get you know all the shit that goes along with it you they're giving you something worthwhile yeah. where bake off it's just a literal plate yeah. you're doing this because you love baking you love mm-hmm. doing this thing so right. i don't know that that's necessarily a fa- i mean it's your criteria it's not mine but i i did not use that as a criteria for that that reason and the other it's point to make cool. there is that project runway is professionals home bake bake off is home that like home bakers they go home and they want to bake again and be their friend they're not looking most of them are not on there looking to make a career out of it some are but most are not that's a fair point it's a fair point but if Um, you think runway is a better show yeah yeah, absolutely vote for it i did it is it's a tie. I mean, they're very close. It's saying one is better than the other. But in terms of in like the panoply of reality television competitions, I have to give the edge to Project Runway here. I think it just had it, it was uh, it has had more of an impact on pop culture than I think British Baking Show has, which is not to knock British Baking Show. It's also done very well. So I think that it, is that three for for Project Runway and one for yeah. Baking Show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's a final two of Survivor versus Project Runway. We're going to go around the horn one final time. I'm going to start smack in the middle with Curtis. Where are you on this one? I mean, all of this talk was basically, which of the sacrificial lambs shall we choose? (laughs) Right? I mean, this. Yeah. sorry to spoil it for you all, but like, there, really... It's, it has been, it has always been Survivor. Like you all called it the progenitor several times throughout the Patreon and this episode. Like it was the moment. And even though I don't necessarily like it and I haven't watched it all that much, I respect the fuck out of it. So yeah, I'll vote for it. 
Um, in survivor parlance, as Michael and Joel can tell you, there is something called a goat, which is you deliberately bring someone to the finale, knowing that they will not win mm -hmm. so that you in fact get to win. I'm not going to call project runway a goat. I think it's actually a, a, a the best of the competitors to put up there. But uh, that just made me laugh at what you were saying, the sacrificial lamb. Um, Michael, you're next on my screen. So where are you? The once and future king and the other definition of goat, greatest of all time, yes. survivor. Yeah. Um, Joelle? Yeah, I mean, survivor. <laughs> Sorry. I was, I was trying to find something more witty to say and I lost it. Uh, <laughs> when it comes down to it, I, you know, I, again, six months ago, probably would have absolutely been Project Runner because I would have been like, eh, survivor. But more I think about it and the more I learned about it over the last few months, it, it just, it makes, it makes sense. It, it, it begat, begat everything we've talked about today. It, and it was, it's not just the fact that it was there first and that it made such an impact. I, I say this and I really truly believe it. Even the quote unquote bad seasons of Survivor are still incredibly compelling. Even your redemption islands are still compelling television with great characters. These are people who are living through some unbelievable circumstances. They are earning every penny of that fucking million dollars when they win. And like, there are things that happen that shock me every season. And I, let's not talk about what happened in the most recent season. I don't know everybody's opinions of it. We were sitting there and literally like, I think I'm going to be sick when you saw exactly where that final vote was going. But I'm still not mad at it. And I am still signed up and I am ready for March 1st when the new season debuts because it is always great like it is always appointment television and i fell off of survivor for years like there was a solid 15 seasons i did not watch and i got as soon as we got paramount plus bitch i went and i watched every fucking episode and i was i was sad when it was over i was like well what am i gonna do now um so i'm glad i still is, have about 10 left i haven't watched yet i'm very excited about ration that. them ration <laughs> them is it the, it really are is, you just you still need to watch the 30s i'm guessing uh 29 to 30 to 39 yeah or 40 okay. I, I haven't watched 40 either yeah yeah it's great television and i know you haven't watched it curtis and it probably doesn't it doesn't appeal to you but i'm i'm here to tell you i don't think if you went back and watched every uh, episode of survivor you would regret your decisions because it is terrific television it started a whole new genre and god damn it it keeps going god bless them so i have a friend have in the netherlands that loves american survivor and when i told her i was watching she asked me about oh did you watch the one where and she spoiled like four seasons for me in like one sentence uh, well, <laughs> and just like, the other thing that Sorry. enthusiasm is real yeah and there are survivors in other countries that are actually better than the american australian survivor and south african survivor are amazing yeah and i wish i where do you find those michael like I, where where can i watch them legally let me put it that way I can't answer that question for you. Legally, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Our pick for the best reality TV competition is Survivor. Do you agree? Do you think that we should have been left on Exile Island? Tell us how you really feel by leaving a comment on this episode at greatpopculturedebate.com or find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Mastodon. While you're there, make sure you subscribe and follow the podcast so you can hear about what new debates are coming soon, vote in open polls, and even decide which topics we tackle next. If you really enjoyed this episode, 
please take a minute to like and rate the episode of the podcast on Apple, Spotify, whatever platform you listen on. And if you haven't listened yet, we actually did a Best Survivor cast episode in season five. I don't remember, but there's an episode out there that's all about Survivor. I want to say thank you to my panel. You are all still in the running to be America's Next Top Podcast panelists. And thank you for listening. If you loved what you heard, please consider supporting us on Patreon, where you can get even more exclusive content and you get episodes a whole day early. We hope you had a good one. And remember, everyone is entitled to their wrong opinion. Seacrest out. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Thank you, Tiffany. (laughs) 